Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. And it's Christmas week in Hollis, Queens. And Oh, yes. Happy Christmas. I know Saif is psyched up for the holiday season. Uh, you're you're actually a topic uh, in one of my stand-up bits right now. Really? Yeah, I, I, I go on stage and I go, what the fuck's up with these New York Jews celebrating Christmas? I like this. And then I go, my boy Pete, and then everyone, you know, people go, huh? <gasps> Did he say the J word? And I go, oh, so you got to use me. You have to use me to quell. A J word pass. You got, Yeah, you need me for your J word pass. Yeah. So I go, my my best friend and co-host, <laughs> Peter Rosenberg, is one of these New York Jews that loves Christmas. And he's not even a New York Jew. He's a Maryland Jew. But he has that New York love of Christmas vibe. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jeff Friend. I'm Jeff, sorry? Jeff Friend. Jeff Friend? Jeff Friend. He is a diehard day one Juan Epper, okay? You met him in Chicago? Oh, did I? Yo, you know what's nice about you doing the comedy shows? You read a lot of Juan Eppers because it's something that our people come out to to support. My, my manager had a long talk with my new manager was like... You have a new manager? New manager, you know. Go ahead. Oh, wait. You can't do that. Only I can do that. You have a, oh. new, you have a new manager. Is he... Uh, yeah, so, well, he's not the manager. He's, like, the manager's right-hand man, but he's the one I, he's my day-to-day. You have a my day-to-day? Manager, yeah, my manager's Italian. He's a fucking Italian. And and are these, like, comedy managers? They're fucking gangsters. Yeah, uh, yes, comedy managers. Um, are they, are they, they are they legitimate? Are they credible? Yeah, Jim Serpico, he's very legitimate. Um, uh, my manager, he was like, Saif, listen, he goes, I know you're not, drawing big crowds on the road and you know we got to build up to it we're working up i like this start he's he was like did he use quote signs did he go i know you're not popular i know people don't (laughs) like your comedy i know people don't laugh at your jokes (laughs) but he was like yo you gotta like you gotta take it seriously with the promotion because no not you oh no i'm 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 taking this i'm taking this story seriously though so he's like, you got to take it seriously with the promotion. He's like, you got to push hard and you got to start. He's like, you're not going to get a thousand fans the first time. You got to build up to it. You're switching careers, da, 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 all that shit. He's like, it looks really good to the club when you really promote the show. Now, if it doesn't do well, they can't say, hey, he didn't promote. You know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. He put me in a good mental space. Okay. So I pushed Chicago hard. And man, when I tell you the one efforts came out, uh, I don't remember all their names. Just friend. Um, Just Jeff friend was like, he sent me a really nice Instagram message, but he was really cool. But he was a day one. He's a day one. And um, and then there was another guy. I forgot his name, but he brought the one up his dead shirt. I signed the shirt. Ooh. It was a couple. It was a good. It was a couple good goons in there, man. It was a couple of forty-five-year-old Puerto Rican dudes. Really, Chicago man. Yeah, it felt really good. And for some reason. They kind of, a lot of them came to Saturday Late Show. It was like, I don't know if there was like a, just one up feels like a, one up feels like a Saturday Late Show. You know what I mean? It really does. It does feel like a Saturday Late Show. 
but they pulled up, man. They pulled so shout out to all the one up fans, man. They said they love what we're doing. Oh, this guy said, Oh, this is my wife or my girl. He goes, This is the girl you're talking about when you got when the girl's in the car with her boyfriend, and she goes, What the fuck are you listening to? Yeah. And she's like, She's like, Yeah, like I didn't get it at first, but she's like, I like you. I like you guys. I like you guys. Wow. Sad, you sad losers that can't seem to get anything right. You're cool. So we shout out these people. Yeah. It's for the people. This is Street Radio for Unsung Hero. Riding in the Rigo, trying to stay legal. My daughter found Nemo, I found a new primo. Yeah, you know how we do. We do it for the people and the struggle of the brothers and the folks. The lovers of the dope. to discover. It's crazy that he says, I, referring to Ye, I found the new primo. Oh, is that what he's saying? Yeah. In that, in, in every chorus. Hey, tell your um yeah, babe, COVID ass girlfriend. Babe, it's it's COVID time. You can't be coughing like that. Yo, her cough was so loud. You hear that? <laughs> the whole podcast heard that. Yo, yo, your bitch got rony. I shouldn't. That's not. I, I didn't Whoa. I'm sorry. And are you allowed? You shouldn't make fun of people, even if they really? did have that. Why? Ev- so because bad. everyone has it. <laughs> Be- anyway, Chicago was great, man, bro. As a just as you as a friend, man, like when I tell you, this stupid non-important weekend turned out to be life changing, bro. Life changing. Hmm? You know, I don't do, I don't headline a lot, and, and I, when I do, it's few and far between because, you know, every all the all the big comics are taking the little headlining spots because. There's nothing, you know, they, they had to catch up for the last year. Right, like you'll wow. See like a fucking, you'll see like an Aziz Ansari at a comedy club or instead of a theater, like just to like work, you know what I mean? Just to be back out there, right. So I got four dates and four shows in Chicago, Friday and Saturday. It's not even Chicago, it's Rosemont, it's like outside of Chicago. Oh, I know, it's where the uh, other building is for WWE. Is it? Yeah. Rosemont, Illinois? Yeah, the Rosemont Horizon, is that what it's called? Oh, shit. That's crazy. So, um, so you know, I'm nervous. Uh, do I have an hour? Oh yeah, it's now, it's now Allstate Arena, but it's in uh, Rosemont, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. So I was nervous, and um, I don't know if I have enough material, bro. Every night, I didn't even get to all my jokes. Like the first show, crack cracked something in my head where I was like, "Oh, I got this. I got headlining. I got it." And every show was different. Every show was different, but I had it. And I had it, bro. And it was like, it really, like, I'm never scared to do a a, a long set again. Because I was like, I did the, the first show was fucking incredible. Second show, straight shit show. Like, straight, the crowd talked the entire show. He's doing a lot of talking. I never realized how much talking. So I'm outside of the club, and you think I'm a boss. So I go to my loaded tank. Now that's open the trunk. I told him, motherfucker, I ain't never stayed. Can I just say something about the song that doesn't make sense? 
If you're if you are going to the trunk to get yeah. your Tech Nine, yeah, doesn't that in and of itself say you are scared? I I I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> like you are scared. That's why you got yeah. the Tech Nine. Yeah, you're saying the words. You're not scared, but if you weren't scared, I guess he's saying he's not scared to use the Tech Nine. Right. Right. Okay. I mean, I guess it's different standards for scared. Um. Wait. So, Saif, how long was each set you were doing in Chicago? Uh, like, you know, 50, 55 minutes, 50, like 50. an hour. So are you getting into new things you've never, like almost stuff you've barely done before? Here, here's the thing. Uh, not really that I have never done before, but I, I always work in 10 or 15 minute chunks. And you gotta, I got to try to ram all this stuff into 15 minutes and try to get as many jokes as I can. When you do a longer set, it's f- so free. You can let the jokes breathe. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. And so, like, I'm saying things I never said before inside of jokes that I normally do because I have more openness. And plus, it's something it's something different to, like, not having to go first. I go first 90% of the time. People love me. I'm either the host or I'm the first guy because I set off the room. Right. So, like, with the comics I work with, they like me because I, oh, yo, Saif, you always get them. You always get the energy right. You set them off. and it, But it's hard, though. Mm-hmm. So now I walk into a room that's already warmed up. The, the guy, Jim Flanagan, great comedian. I love Jim uh, Gaffigan. Yeah, he's great. He's no, opening Flanagan, for you? Flanagan. Jim Flanagan. Flanagan. Is he like Gaffigan? Uh, he looks like he likes to eat. There you go. You like mean he's he fat? No, no, no. I'm not fat. Jim Gaffigan's not fat. No, true. But there's a little... This, you know, it's a meat. It's a meat. <laughs> okay. And well, by the way, also I imagine people are also a couple drinks in now. By the time you get on stage, that's right. That's how they had their. They've drink. loosened up. Loosened up, and they don't know me. I mean, some people came for me, but not. I mean, it wasn't packed by any means. And like Omicron's out there, baby. Omicron is out there. Um, oh, it's out there. Young, it's in Katie, the building. Katie Weiner, I believe her name was, or Weiner. I think it's Weiner. Um, did a great job. My boy Damani, he did he he did a couple spots too. But bro, they're like they're trained, like they're warmed up. They got a host, they got an opener, they got a feature. Here I come. And I go right out right away. I'm like, y'all don't know me. Y'all don't know me, but we're gonna have a good time. So it breaks the ice. Like, who's this guy? And right. then the whole weekend I was joking. I was like, listen, you know, I'm very famous in New York and you know, my man, my agent called me. She's like, I got you in Chicago, you know, next weekend. And I'm like, I know someone canceled, but that's okay. <laughs> Nobody right. called for me. <laughs> and then I go, uh, I go, but wh- where is it at? Chicago? Oh, downtown? Oh, no. Oh, the one by the airport? Okay. <laughs> so I just kept, I kept going. They got the big guy. The big stars are over by the airport. Yeah, and apparently so. Crushing, crushing. And um, are you gonna post? Or are you gonna post any stuff that we haven't seen before? Any of the stuff that you got into this weekend? Of course. Um. Well, I, congratulations on your new manager. I didn't know you uh, had a new manager. Yeah, they're great. But um, yeah. Saif has Saif in his career has had enough managers that you'd think he was like a drunken drug addict rock star who fires management every three years. I had that many managers. Come on. You've had a you no no by the way, I'm not saying it's unusual. 
because people do switch managers as they're trying to like you can't be with the same person forever but like okay you, I, you've I kept one up. person forever you've kept jamal forever jamal is my business partner and my best bud you know what i mean right so you've kept jamal he, forever he's just he's a he's a manager by title sometimes where it's like he does the talking and then we'll confer all right tell him this tell him that tell no tell him tell him tell him cypher is in a bad mood you know what i mean like this just tells him shit right right, right. We're, just, we're talking about it all together got it right exactly so he's a business partner he's been around forever your first manager was jessica jessica the famous jessica right the creator of the tunnel nightclub party the mecca jessica from stress manager. and people called her stressica stressica wow that's funny because my nephew started calling my niece stressa what's her name jessa right is she stressful? He said that she's been getting, like, stressed about school. And when she does, oh, he yeah. calls her stressa. Yeah, anxiety. My brother said that he can tell early on that Jessa is going to be one of those girls who's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do enough work. I didn't study. I blah, blah, blah. What'd you get? 94. You're like, yeah, I, yeah, I thought you said you didn't know anything. <laughs> okay, so you had, you had stressica. Yeah. Okay. And then after that is basically Jamal, like, took over the... We did it ourselves, but Jamal and Kev. And then you went into... um. Then I went into Rock Nation, which was also just, like, an umbrella. Oh, Flex was my manager for a while, too. Flex was your manager. Flex had a, the big dog pit bulls, you know? He was, like, the... We were under his management company. Speaking of which, by the way, we'll get to this later today because people are is this this is our last episode before the holidays i suppose yeah this is our christmas spectacular what about next week well that's after christmas oh, before, before christmas yeah um but at some point today christmas eve caroline's on broadway cypher sounds and will sylvan's bro christmas eve caroline's on broadway <laughs> Carolina, bro, wait. Why do I find that? A lot of the Jews to come out. All my New York Jews come through. Jared Freed's on the show. Matt Richards, Jared Freed. The Jews love Jared Freed. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what we love. You don't know. Oh, I've seen it. So, if you want a a bevy of hot Jewish girls, go to a Jared Jared Freed show. Really? A lot of of goys also. Why do you think so many hot girls came to one up his life live? What's, Why? What's happening? Come on, that was funny. What's happening? Jared Freed was supposed to be on it and he backed out. Right. And there right. were a few people that were like, We came here for Jared Freed. Would you would you would you say at One Up is Life Live, One Up is Live, there was so many hot girls? Yeah, I mean he said he said that's why there were so many. I was making a joke, okay? Jesus Christ. Billy's got COVID. (laughs) Billy has COVID. And by the way, I am into the bad mood Billy who just pops into the screen and then yells and disappears. I'm into this, Billy. Bad mood Billy is fire. Well, speaking of bad bad mood Billy, the name that just popped up on my screen. And Saif, we'll get back. Hold on. So remember where we were, the manager. Remember, Billy, write this down. Cypher's yeah. managers, okay? Because yeah. I got to get back there. All right. We bring in our guest, Bing Bong Bundy. 
a.k.a. <laughs> NEMS, Coney Island's finest. How are you, sir? What's up, you fucking Omnicrons? <laughs> What's going on over there? Well, was it Omnicrons with an H? No, he said, yeah. uh, he said Omnicrons. I thought he said Omnicrons. Omnicrons. The oh, I thought he said Omnicrons. Like, I thought he mixed homosexual with Omnicrons. Oh. Wow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, homocrons. <laughs> Siphon, don't get gassed. <laughs> Yo, do you even use that anymore? Yeah, everybody uses it. Wait, turn your phone. There yeah, you go. Perfect. Oh my God, perfect. Yeah, he gets. He still gets. A, he still yells. He still gets lots of people yelling. Siphon, don't get gas on the street. Yeah, that's how you know people are old. You be like, ah, I gotta get away from these old <laughs> motherfuckers. If, if they know that, she's yeah, old enough. Really, if she knows that. Only a gauge. <laughs> Yo, that's such a great and fucked up idea that if someone remembers your old shit, that means you shouldn't fuck with them anymore. You, you've been supporting me for too long. I'm out. Yeah, fuck your life. Fuck your life. Yo, what? So, what oh, is let's, happening with you, bro? Let's, let, let's give for, for the people, there, I guess there's two, two three versions of, of NEMS for the audience. There's yeah. the, the aversion, if you're a hardcore, like, real New York rap head you uh, know the kind of people who fuck with all the kind of shit that uh you know that they, like, people who knew all the artists on my album who really fuck with underground new york you've known nems for a minute because he's been doing this and really been successful as an underground rapper coming out of coney island made records with a shitload of people then then there's people who i guess four versions because then you have the bing bong crowd that <laughs> knows him as the man who came up with the the song that ignited a movement when the Knicks used to be good earlier in the season. Bing bong. <laughs> then oh, that, that became a song. That no, it started as a song. Mm-hmm. Oh, what type it. of DJ are you, bro? Yeah, I'm about the game, baby. And then, <laughs> and then, the and then after <laughs> Bing bong, there's the Joe Byron sketch, um, which is probably the biggest viral thing that's going related to NEMS. And then there's the fourth t caliber of people who aren't listening to current underground rap and aren't on social media and are going, who the fuck is this goon from Coney Island y'all just brought on the show? <laughs> that's all versions of NEMS. But, yo, yeah. congrats on the last couple of months, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What the fuck oh, happened? Oh, I don't fucking know, bro. I know it is. You know what are. happened? What sure, I've been working I mean. for for 20 years happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever got me to this point was getting me there, but this just so happens to be it, man. I just listen, Sife had me on this fucking show five, six years ago on the improv show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been doing this funny shit, but not really doing bro. comedy, but just being bro, me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? All I do is Jamal, joke. It's funny you were talking about Jamal Rosenberg. Jamal hit me and goes, Yo, uh, and he's he's older than me, and he's like, Yo, you see this guy. You see this guy, this bing bong shit? He goes, how do I know? Like, he did your show, right? I go, yeah. He, he, Mems did my improv show and scared my improvisers, yo. He was telling a story about robbing cab drivers or some shit. And, and the white girls on my show were like, oh my God, this is. <laughs> and this is that, Sife, which improv show is this? This is at UCB? Yeah, yeah. Right at UCB. And uh, first of all, Nems, let's get something important out of the way here. What What is your ethnic background? What are you, Albanian? Hell nah. Everybody sees something different. I'm Puerto Rican and Irish. Yo! Just like me. Saif. Bing bong. Saif. Yeah. Bing bong. Saif, you got to start a fucking mob, yo. I know. You, <laughs> Nems, 
Ricky Velez, and there's right. and who's the who's the other one we mentioned recently? There's another person who's half yeah, Irish, half Puerto Rican. I just saw two. Yeah, we should start the. Mob. There's not many of us. Apparently, there's more than I thought. But you know, <laughs> so and and you're Coney Island, born and raised. Born and raised my whole life. I live in Staten Island now. I just bought a house out here, but I'm Coney Island my whole life. Born and raised. Um, my family was been in Coney Island since the 1950s. Like, 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 literally lineage since since they put projects into Coney Island. My family has been there, and uh, your family was cutting. They were cutting the ribbon at the opening of the projects. Of in- the project. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <fun. laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so wait, how close? How close do you live? How, wait, close? how many stabbings were there with the big scissors? After <laughs> they cut, get out of here. <laughs> how many? Um, how how literally? How close are you, like, uh, to the amusement park of Coney Island, to the fucking roller coaster? How close are you? I'm on the other side. Like, so when you get off the train, there's one way in, one way out of yep. Coney Island. When you get off the train, there's the rides, and then there's the uh, the opposite direction is the whole neighborhood. Yeah. The rides is like around West 12th Street. I'm on West 33rd, so I'm all the way on the up opposite end. Wow. But I grew up right on on the beach. Like my my projects, you come out the door, make a left, and the beach is right there. Is, it's like beachfront property. Is your direction closer to like Brighton and the other neighborhoods? No, it's the uh, the opposite. Opposite, further up. God, yeah, it's okay. like the the bottom of Coney Island, like the end end. So what's at the other side of that? Is there anything on the other side of that? No, nah, it's just a fucking island. So literally, you go the back end. out the same way you came in. Wow, I guess that makes sense. Um, <laughs> and so, for people who haven't seen the video, and you would say at this point, Nems, now the the bigger pop off, the the Joe Byron shit has gone past the Bing Bong. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, hey, give me. It give started me off. Down on the... Go ahead. Say go ahead again? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sife, what are you doing with a regular mic, bro? I got a regular mic. I know, I can tell. I don't <laughs> have that like? radio radio money anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, so yeah, break down break down the order of how you got there and what what exactly transpired. Well, it, yo, it's weird because I thought like the highlight of the year was gonna be when Fat Joe called me the new Fat Joe, right? And That's that was good. like on the first episode of Rap City on like the beginning of November, right? So I, I was like, yo, nice way to end the year. Right, and he just shouted you randomly on some love. They was asking him like, "Yo, who's the new, the right. Tupac?" He was like, "The baby." They was like, "Yo, who's the new this? Who's the new that?" They was like, "Yo, is there a new Fat Joe?" He was like, "There is a new Fat Joe. His name is Nems out of Coney Island, out of nowhere." And uh, so, Did you ever meet Joe? A month, like a couple of days later, I was like, "Yo, that was fine." A couple of days later, the fucking the Knicks start saying fucking Bing Bong, and then it just stopped being a Knicks thing and became a fucking world thing but so you made a song i have a song my album dropped august 20th and on okay. there is a song called bing bong produced by vinnie idol from d block um and i was saying it since before that like when i went to get a trademark like i own bing bong right so when i went and got a trademark i had to look back at when i actually fucking put it on the t-shirt and right. it was may 28th of this year because of, i was i would go 21 yeah, 2021. Okay. Yeah, so what I was doing, and I was saying it before then, because how I got there was, like, I do merch, right? So so I will put on my Instagram story the new merch that came in, so I'll be with my phone, I'll be like, yo, you know, hip-hop, RZA, bong, then, you know, yeah. yo, check this new shit, bong, I got this yeah. new, look, and then we got this, bong, and then one day I was just fucking around, I was like, 
you know, let's let me show you this new shit. Bing bong. And then people started laughing and I started saying it more. Yeah. And then side talk hit me. And then I started saying it on their shit. And then it just became a thing. Then the kid from the Knicks, the the, the not the kid from the Knicks, but that kid, obviously from seeing me from seeing me on side talk, because I got like three, four episodes, you know, emulated it. The Knicks started saying it and you know. And Let's... they played the song. The song, yeah, the song, that's the first single off the album. That shit came out, the song came out August 18th, because the album, can you hear this? Yeah, yeah. I'm back, real late, told him. Who want what? We up late night, yo. Yo, fix your face, stupid. This that big gorilla shit, but it ain't bait, stupid. We outside getting cake, stupid. The first night, why you took her on a date, stupid. Hey, um, Jessica, I'm really having a great time with you. This has been a really nice date. I got to ask you something, and I don't want this to sound weird. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead. What is it? No, listen, I, I have a good vibe with you. Just be open with okay, me. Okay, okay. Is it true you went out with that, like, the Bing Bong guy, Nems? You went on a date with him? Is that true? And because I was wondering, what is his... I know this is weird, but <laughs> what does his dick taste like? I'm just hey, yo. <laughs> you a bit late, stupid. In Times Square, handing out your mixtape, stupid. Who does that? I'll frisbee oh that The people. Who does that? And by the way, it's such a great question that you asked too, because you have been on the grind, pushing hip hop for years the hard way. And working a, a regular job, you've done the whole shit. And Thanks. it's so funny because you're right. Whenever you see the cats in Times Square, I am. I'm always like, who are you guys? Like, you're not part of anyone's scene. You thought the path was <laughs> yeah. just go Yo, fucking stand Kosha here? Dills. Except Kosha Dills. But he didn't even start there. He somehow <laughs> ended up there. <laughs> Like uh, who 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 does that though? Who's like yeah? You know what the path is? I'm gonna force oh, people to put on these headphones. Rappers. They're hustlers. They're, yeah, they're, they're just hustlers. Chorus money. Cars don't even got CD players in them anymore, bro. Right. Bro, they strong arm Taurus. They do. They actually do. <laughs> they scare them. So if you remember the day when I actually tried to have a reasonable conversation <laughs> with that guy yeah, back in the day, you thought they were rappers. I know. I thought they were actually rappers, and I was like, yeah. I just gotten up here. So I'm like, well, you know what? Today's your lucky day. I happen to work at Hot 97. So if you want to give me your CD, he was like, what? You could pay for it. I was like, no, no, no. I work at Hot 97. I'll take the CD and listen to it. He was like, for twelve dollars. I was like, okay, forget it. I guess this you don't understand. So, so, um, so, so the, the, I like Nem's. I like Nem's stand up energy. Maybe we should start standing up doing the podcast. Listen, yeah. I've I have an uplift desk. If we could do that, oh, we getting money. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yo, he just stunned on you. Like, I know my shit. Yo, I got an uplift desk, bro. My laptop's on a regular a, mic, bro. My laptop's on a milk crate. This is fucked up. <laughs> See this? Wow, Bing Bong, Bing Bong, how's that taste? Pause. Hey, hey, yo. So wait, now, but is Bing Bong the train noise? Because that's what people say. Yeah, people do think it's the train noise. Yo, I was at the Giants game yesterday, right? I was in the suite, so the host. Wow, the wow, big stunt again, young, young stunt nems. Okay, <laughs> were you so eating the host fucking says, shrimp the size the of your head? Though. I felt bad because I was like, this guy's going to think I'm an asshole. Okay. I was like, bro, it's not the fucking train thing. I said, yo, if the catchphrase right now was ding, ding, 
you would think it's the train thing. Ding, ding. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just, I, I mean, I told you it's really fun. Everybody, you right. know. I love, I that's, love that's watching. What, that's these. what the haters say. They don't want to give me credit. So, yo, it's the train station, man. Get the fuck out of here. I love the, <laughs> I love these TikTok breakdowns of, of the Bing Bong. They're like, well, there's these three white guys talking. Some podcast, whatever it is. He's like, no, well, actually, that's the noise that the train makes. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that. I think, I think it's like, nah, boom, bong. That's how you know. That's how we emphasize shit. I mean, I gotta see that. Yeah, they, they banned me from TikTok. They banned you? Not banned, but I can't post nothing. They deleted my account and then they put it back. That shit went from like a thousand followers because I, I don't really mess with TikTok to like almost like six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand. I was like, wow. wow. I started wow. posting my videos from Instagram, like me fucking with people. Y'all don't yeah. disrespect me looking like fucking yeah. Cindy Lauper, like just fucking with people. And they fuck, I guess people on TikTok report it for bullying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they yeah. fucking took yeah, it down. TikTok is, TikTok is very woke sensitive, bro. Wow, pussy. TikTok yeah. is mad pussy. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You said it way better. TikTok is wild pussy. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't get the, the New York talk. Because I, I post up my stand-up clips and sometimes they'll take it down for like, you know, community guidelines. And I was just like, the fuck did I say? Yes, like, absolutely. Yo, and Saif, I, I need to big you up, man. I just I did stand up the other day, like two weeks ago. Bro, that's the most nerve wracking shit I ever did in my life, bro. bro. Way bro. more scarier than rapping. Bro, I felt like Eminem bro. in Eight Mile throwing up. Bro, I can see, I can see you running up into like your enemy's projects with with the with the burner. Being less scared than going on stage. Yo, hundred percent, bro. Craziest shit. Yo, I told him. They said, "Yo, you want to host?" I said, "That's easy, bro. I do that. I get there. I see the whole room. I said, I think I'm gonna cancel. I don't, I don't think I can do this, bro. I'm, and then, the luckily, I just like sat and just watched the whole room. I just got on stage and was like, "Bro, I'm not a comedian. I just started roasting people." Yeah, I saw. And I they saw just, the it was a, well, it was a good time. But I have a whole lot of respect. You roasted Yo, me. Yo, Billy June, what's up, you little fucking armadillo without a shell? Tell <laughs> us the story of how Billy June disrespected you. Let's he let's disrespected me big time. Yeah. Look, yo. Yo, I did not disrespect up, you. What the fuck is that? As soon as I tell the story, this guy pops up on the screen. <laughs> yep, yeah. crazy. He looks like a human earthworm. Don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> yo, so Billy June, out of nowhere. Okay. Goes, yo, Nems, I'm having a comedy show. You know, you want to come by? I said, really? <coughs> I'll come by if I'm available. Three o'clock the same day, sends me flyers with my name on it. Yo, performing live tonight, man. Yo, Billy June. the bing bong. Yo, Billy said, June, what the fuck, bro? I said, yo, Billy June, first of all, I told you maybe. In my mind, I wasn't going. Right. I always tell him maybe. Second off, fucking, I'm like, yo, Billy June, right now, I'm getting paid stacks wherever I go. You put me on the flyer, like, as the main attraction, bro. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yep. That's stacks right there, Billy June. <laughs> and and but you know what? That kind of, like, forced my hand where I had to do it. So he kind of, like, you know. Wow, you strong-armed Nems, Billy June? Yeah, Good for no, you. No, no, no. He didn't strong-arm He soft-armed him. Yeah, he really yes, did. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've never seen that, Billy June. He soft-armed him. Wow. <laughs> Yo, what are you so quiet for? You nervous over there, buddy? Yeah, I am nervous. Why? Why, bro? How many times have we hung out, Billy Jr.? I know. I'm I'm so... They keep calling calling me a hype beast. I'm hyped because I've hung uh, out with you so many times for so long. I'm excited for you. Wow. That's nice. 
There's a video of us from like years ago of you like getting in my face of me trying to get back, get hey, right yo. in there. Yo, what hey was, yo, what was happening? Thank you, thank you for not, thank you for not pummeling, pummeling Billy June that night. Because yo, honestly, the reason why and I let him roast podcast, me. We do our podcast again. Billy June made us do this, and now it's better than ever. But oh, this is so touching. The, the, the stand-up stage is for you, bro. You got to figure out how to do it. Yeah, I got to figure it out. Yeah. Definitely. I, I like it. I like that. It doesn't have to be straight-up stand-up comedy, but the shit you do will work perfectly in that realm. Yeah, I just got to figure out what, how, to, how, to, how to formulate it. Yeah. Well, I guess, that, I guess that begs the question. So what is it you most want to do now, now that you're getting a taste of sort of everything, like – but it's not necessarily all direct. It's a little complicated because it's not yeah. directing it all towards your rap shit either. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So what does it make you want to do? Have you had any thoughts about how to approach this? I'm still, I mean, the music I love, man. I never stop doing it. But And and the formula for how I make music is I just make what I want to listen to. Like if other people like it, so be it. So I'm good on that realm. Um, But I'm trying to touch all the avenues, but still music is the main the main venue for me. I love that. And that's been my goal and my dream. But now it's like, all right, now I could, now I could do this. Now I could do that. Now I can fucking quit my fucking job. And stop throwing out fucking garbage at six in the morning, bro. By the way. So let's talk about that. Let's, <laughs> when did you quit the, when did you quit the garbage man job, bro? This is a beautiful thing to hear. When did you quit? I'm actually out sick right now. Oh, so as you didn't everybody, as everybody can hear, I'm under the weather. Right. Okay. Corona, so obviously I'm, I'm out sick right now. So you but didn't they just ask me, so the year before, like in December, you pick your vacation picks for the next year on, on the Department of Sanitation. So they was like, yo, what vacation picks you want? I said, bro, give me the first five weeks of the year. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take that, figure out, you know, and then uh, probably going to resign. But, yo, if I, what happened was um, I came out of jail in 07. I got paroled to my mother's house. And she said, yo, I signed you up for this test. You got to take it. I said, bro, I'm, I'm not fucking being the garbage, man. I'm like, there's no way I'm not taking this fucking test. She said, listen, if you want to stay paroled using my address, you have to take this test. This is the, the Irish time mom I was or the Puerto Rican drugs. I took that shit. She's I, Irish I or Puerto Rican, Nems? Huh? Your mom's Irish, Irish or Puerto Rican? My mother's Puerto Rican. My father okay. was Irish. He passed away when I was four. <gasps> okay. Oh, my God. Scythe, you guys are like the same person. Okay, keep going. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yo, I didn't go to sleep that night. <clears throat> I was on wild drugs got a hundred on the fucking sanitation test <laughs> that's telling that's very telling <laughs> right <laughs> so they didn't call me for fucking six years right so i forgot about it one day they called me six years department of sanitation was you know your, your number is up you know now it's, you gotta come in it's like a lottery so i'm like oh i was like all right let me go in and i started with bro it's like the first year or two, the schedule was crazy, but after that, bro, like, I wake up at 6 in the morning. Like, I wake up at 4 in the morning, going at 6. I'm finished with my route, 8.30, 9 o'clock, because I run yeah. it up. I get it done, and then I'm chilling for the rest of the day. That's I take a, a nap day, yeah. or I do what I got to do. It wasn't like a, you know, if I had to have a job, it was the best job to have. Six figures a year, yeah, unlimited sick days, pension, benefits, and I get a badge. I'm a felon. Cops would pull me over. I'd be like, yo, Oh, sanitation? Yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Wow. What about, have you ever found anything crazy on the route? Everybody always said, nah, fucking, I had to pick up a dead fucking dog one day. That shit, I was like, yo, I'm not doing this. I'm leaving this shit there. 
<laughs> rats. I don't fuck with the rats, bro. If, if I'm if I'm picking up the garbage, I see rats. I be like, bro, I'm leaving that shit. <laughs> and then my, my partner be like, bro, we gotta get this. I be like, bro, you can get it if you want. But I'm not touching that shit, man. Fuck Wait, that shit. But aren't they sometimes like so in it, like they're just in the truck? Don't they end up in yes. the truck too? Nah, not really. Not not some. One, I mean. Yeah, once in a blue, it happens. But, but more like often, it's just that you get to a pile of trash, and they're in, they're all right up on the ground. You can see it, though. Like, you can see the inside the bag. It'll be moving. I'll be like, nah, I'm not touching that. <laughs> and if there's a the question, garbage. I'm leaving that shit. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Fuck your garbage. <laughs> the next guy will pick it up. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? What is that person going to do? They're going to call a complaint. They're going to call 311. You're still hey, going to fucking have to wait till the next garbage day, garbage. asshole. Who's going to care? Who, where does that go? <laughs> what chain does that go up? You know what I mean? It doesn't. It, go, it goes into fucking thin air. It can't go anywhere unless, like, I don't even, like, unless you rob the house, maybe then it would be, like, a, 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 a investigate. But, like, if you just left garbage, just put it out the next, you know, so, the next three days or whatever. I saw, okay, so I have more questions. You start out at six figures in that job or you had to get to it? No, you get there after after um five years. You work up to top pay. So that's really how I started the merch, to be real. Well, I was going to say, because I, I saw you outside this past summer, pre all of this, <laughs> and Saif, it was at, Saif, you remember the event I went to, the underground event I went to that I did a little set at? And I said, in Brooklyn and everyone got COVID. Yeah. Except me. I didn't thank God. I didn't get that. Yeah, me, knew, me neither. But it, it was, it was, <laughs> it was a super grimy underground situation. Yeah. And Nems was outside, standing outside of his car. And that was when I first got the vibe that he is the new Fat Joe. Because with all these underground, I didn't know Joe said that. I just thought it. Because all these underground cats are around. And Nems is a part of that. But yo, you you look so clean. It's ironic yeah. that you're a man of garbage because literally he was the cleanest man on the block. Fresh car, standing in his like you know standing in the door, looking like a million bucks when everyone else looks like thirty five dollars. That garbage shit is real, man. Sad. Nah, but yo, yo guy, it became it, my side hustle, like because right. in the beginning, oh, because is. of the merch. Yeah, Bro. but I, in the beginning, I was like, as soon as I signed up, I was like. Oh. About to go buy a house, cop an X6. Yo, I'm doing all of this. I seen the first check after taxes for a whole week. It was $390. I had just moved into a new apartment by myself. I was like, I can't live on this. Like, what the fuck? I thought I was set. It was like, nah, you start off here. After five years, you hit top pay. So I'm like, fuck. I, I, I didn't have credit. There was the, 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 the car dealership was like, bro, it'd be better if you had bad credit because you have no credit history. Because before that, I was hustling. I saved up, but I always did, dealt with cash. And how long have you been? In, how long you been in jail for? I was in. I did a one and a half to four and a half for robbery. Okay. But that was back in the days. Um, that was 06. I came home in 07. Um, but I maxed out credit cards, built up my credit, and then I was like, I gotta do something like this. I gotta have a side hustle, and I made hats. Got them made in China. Fifty of them sold out. I was like, I made it again, but it took like six months from China. So I was like. I can't, this is too sporadic. So I started finding places in New York, get, getting jerked, getting fucking, you know, paying too much and then trial and error. And then it just became a well-oiled machine. And I was, I made six figures just off of DM. Like I didn't even have a website. I was just doing it strictly through DMs, everything. But every year at the end of the year, I just sit back and I'm like, all right, how could I elevate this to the next level? Every year with everything, with the music, with the merch and life in general. Every year, the end of the year, I just try to, 
make goals and be like, yo, how can I bring what I'm doing now to the next level? And then uh, eventually, right when Corona hit, I made the website, but I should made six figures in like the first 60 days. And uh, what merch was that? What was the main, what was the main merch that was selling when you did started doing really well? <clears throat> Everything I dropped. I, see what I did in the beginning is I would drop shit every weekend. And once it sells out, I don't make it again. Like, so it was, so people started knowing like, yo, we got to get this. So I would That's make like a hundred hoodies, a hundred hats. Once they're gone, they're gone. I don't care if you're my mother. Like, yo, I want this hat. Ma, they're gone. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting it. And it built up the demand. And then when I dropped the website, I brought everything back. You know what I'm saying? All my designs back. Oh, and dope, it just, dope. and just flooded the market. And, uh, now that shit is all there. FYL.NYC. And, uh. Yeah, you know, I bought amazing. my mother a house off of that shit. You know what I'm Come saying? Come on, you done that? Bought myself a house. Sanitation legitimized my shit, but the merch is really what took it to the next level. Bro, that sanitation, the guys that used to run security for the tunnel <laughs> and the managers for the tunnel, they they had, they they was in sanitation. They'd be in the tunnel until 4 a.m. Yep. And they'd be like, all right, we got to go. We're going to go to work real quick. And they would go do sanitation. Facts. And they was There's a garage bringing, right around the corner from the tunnel. They was bringing out bags of money because they would transport the money to where, I don't know where it went, but to the bank or to the Peter Gation's house or whatever. And then they would go do, go do their route. <laughs> That's how important it was to them. Like, it was in their family. They're like, yo, we're not giving up this route. Like, Yo, sanitation is, like, yo, it took a lot for me to make the decision to resign, mafia. bro. Like, yeah. It's a great job. Oh, it doesn't it even doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like you've all the way made the decision. Sounds like you you're still struggling to make the final call. Nah, I'm going. I'm I'm definitely doing. It's just because right now I'm trying to figure out the pension, the benefits. Like after five years, I was vested. I keep a pension, but that don't kick into after 22 years. I'm good. No matter where I'm at in life, I, I know I'm I'm I can hustle my way into anything. Um, and legally, oh, I'm talking right. about not even illegally. Um, and then. Uh, I'm just trying to get the the the, the benefits to kick in. I think you got to be there 10 years. I haven't been on 10 years, so I'm trying to, like, figure it out with the union. The union, man, they, those guys are the best. They they take care of their people, so I'm yeah. very pro-union, man. Yo, by the way, Saif, uh, for some reason, there's a lot of things. I'm look, I'm on the website right now, FYL.NYC. It's a really <laughs> awesomely simple website with all the merch. First of all, I don't know why. I just laugh. I just laugh every time I see one of your sweatshirts or hats that just says, don't ever disrespect me. <laughs> <laughs> and so at the bottom it says this is my favorite thing on the website due to COVID-19 issues allow 14 days for items to be shipped no refunds all sales are final fuck, fuck your life facts 14 <laughs> business days, Four, days sorry 14 business days so, which is like a year <laughs> so alright so boom so the, so the song de Blasio is pussy now, how'd that hat do great great Cause look now, now, now the cat's out the bag. I'm a sanitation worker. This fucking guy tells us we gotta get fucking vaccines. I'm not pro vaccine. I'm not anti vaccine. But like, yo, don't tell me what the fuck I gotta do to feed my family. You know what I'm saying? Fuck your life, you asshole. By so, the way, it's a brilliant hat too because Democrats and Republicans all hate the block. Exactly. Everybody hates them. You know what I'm saying? They got the Statue of Liberty with the middle finger. Fuck your life. Yo, you think? You think? I think the city's getting so bad. We need Giuliani back, son. <laughs> we need Giuliani back. Sife, that's Bro, you wouldn't want get, this version of Giuliani back. Come get these homeless people off the street, Judy Giuliani. Where you <laughs> at? By the way, that would be a great skit. That would be Where a great you skit, at, bro. Yeah, he's. Rudy. 
He's lost. He's he's not he's not the same as he once I was. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> we need that fucking we need that energy. You think it seems so, that you think it seems that crazy outside? You think it seems worse out than bro, it did? It's 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 you know how you know how I know it's bad. There's dog shit in the street. You're seeing dog shit in the street. God I forbid. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, "God forbid." God remember forbid when, this shit remember when we was kids? You remember when we was kids growing up in New York? There used to be dog shit everywhere, everywhere. And then, and then, Giuliani came in and was like, "Get these homeless people out of here, crack dealers. You got to go to jail." But that part was a little rough for a lot of a lot of our peoples went away. But like, crack dealers, jail, homeless people underground, and clean up your dog shit. Yeah, and people were like. Well, okay. Yeah, the dog shit went away. My dad used to always tell me about how much shit there was in New York. He said it was fucking everywhere. Was crazy. Yo, one of my neighbors looked at dog. Like, now I'm in Staten Island, bro. One of the neighbors, I came out the other day. I just repaid my old shit, new grass. I seen dog shit, bro. I was like, bro, you fucking kidding me? I went on my fucking camera system. I checked for the last fucking two days, bro. I couldn't find it. I was like, bro, if I see any mid-sized dog on my shit, I'm punting that shit, bro. Right in front of the owner. <laughs> the disrespect is crazy. Don't have a disrespect. Don't ever dog shit. <laughs> so, so, boom, so the so the music, the merch, and then somehow the shit starts rolling into the side talk shit. Don't ever disrespect me. Then what? This Byron shit. Like what happened there? So was that just? Yeah, yeah. What's the story with that dude? Do you know that dude from just around the yeah, way? Yeah, he's from the block from Coney Island, man. I mean, originally I don't know where. I think he's from California. I always ask him, Yo, how'd you wind up in Coney Island? My mother said I'd never make it back to Coney Island. I'm like, what does I that don't mean? Know what that means, right? right. But okay, <laughs> but fucking um, the side talk kids hit me and they're like, "Yo, we want to come to Coney Island shoot an episode." The first time, so I'm like, "No problem." Like that's that's the trade with them. You know what I'm saying? They got the cl- they got the followers. They got the platform of the younger generation. I got the hood. You know what I'm saying? That's what they do with everybody. That's the that's yeah. the trade off. Yeah. Um. So I was like, come through. And uh, they, the kid, one of them, the kid Trent, who usually does the interviews, I was like, this is not going to work. Hey, just give me the mic, bro. I got this. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then I just opened them up to my regular world, bro. That's literally, like, when I'm on, when I'm in Coney Island on the block, I treat everybody the same, man. I was at the bottom in life. Like, I was homeless. I was, you know, I was fucked up. So I treat the homeless people and millionaires the same. I'm going to joke yeah. on you, laugh on you, have a good time. That's just, like, real New York shit. Um... So I just gave them a glimpse into my world. The Byron guy, you know, he just, uh, his name is TJ. Actually, he just got, we just, had, we started a GoFundMe. He just got got his own apartment. He yeah, chilling. I just saw that, yeah. Yeah, it was in the post yesterday. That's so what? crazy. Yeah. Um, How much did he get on the GoFundMe? Bro, like 40000 He got more from that video than any of us did. People be commenting, yo, before he got his apartment, yo, people that don't know, you know. Right. Yo, make sure TJ gets his money. I'm like, bro, this fucking guy. He got all the money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he got all the money. He made more than any of us. He made 40 racks off that fucking video. So he's got an apartment now. In the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so he's just, you know, that's regular shit when the cameras are not on. Bro, he's break dancing with no shirt on in the middle of the street, stopping cars, kissing cop cars, like fucking around. And yeah. literally that's every day. So I just opened the cameras up, like let the side talk kids come in and show the world Coney Island on a regular day, and and they just you know they good loved it. good on the uh, good on the side talk kids to realize when you grab the mic. Good on them to realize this is what it should be, and not worry about trying to put yourself in it because it yeah. it worked with you in it. And I those I, kids 
I understand what it's like to want to have yourself in it, but it was better this way. Nah, they're genius. Jack and Trent are the two guys. Those kids are geniuses, bro. They're good kids. They're smart. They know what they're doing. And uh, they're savvy. And and one time, you know, uh, they were scared their page was going to be taken down or something. I told them, I said, yo, Jack, man, even if your shit gets taken down today, you guys are set, bro. You just created so many viral moments already. You guys are set. What like, are their what are what are their it. other big viral moments? What's like the original? Do you know what the original shit is? Well, they had the Spider Cuz kid. Uh, they kind of made him. Uh, the Nick shit was their shit. Yeah, that was that was amazing. That, that started the whole Bing Bong Nick shit. Um, they did a couple things. Like if you go look at this, they got a couple shits. The, a lot of shit that went viral, bro. They just they're smart kids. They know how to edit it right. They, and they're good kids. Like I fuck with that, them. You know what I'm saying? What I was saying like the it, it's just a combination. It was a great cocktail of success. They were they're smart enough to go get you. You talked to the guy. The the TJ guy said something funny. You reacted, and the way they edited it, and it's like it could have just been a, just a regular video on their page. And once these things catch, yeah, that's but it. The thing about it is you you're you're authentic. It's what you do all the time anyway. So it's nothing made up. Like. I'm I'm not being anybody that I'm not. Like, um, I'd rather laugh with you than fight with you. Like, I'm as I get older and more mature, man. Like when I was younger, it was like, oh, I gotta be this way. Nah, man, I'm myself. I, I enjoy laughing. I enjoy having a good time. And this is just my sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is New York sense of humor. Like, we fuck with people. It's nothing ever malicious or bullying. It's just how we fuck around, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, I and, hope I, and I hope I it's have just, the it just has I'll, caught on. And and I think people I'll, see that. Like, it's, it's, it's like, yo, I'm not trying to be nothing I'm not. It's just yeah, like, man. this is what it is. Like it or not. If you don't like it, fuck your life. You know what I fucking hate? Hmm. I hate, I, I've, been, I've been on some shit lately with these with these people that gentrify New York and gentrify Brooklyn. And they, they come in and they, and they say, you can't say that. That's offensive. I'm like, no, this is how we talk in New Facts. York. You can't tell me how to talk in my town. You need to learn how to talk like we talk. We don't have to come down to your fucking sensitive level. This is Absolutely. how we talk in New York. Where are you experiencing this, Saif? Take me through it. I want. I want to hear more. <laughs> you know how I be trying to get with these white girls. No, you know, no. It's funny. You know what's funny? I got a joke. I, I don't want to ruin it here, but I got a joke that I do. That if I do it in the in the hipster crowd. It always gets a ooh, like a groan. Go it, go it. I did that shit in Chicago and it got the biggest laugh. And I was like, thank you. That's the right reaction. Well, cause it's That's just a, it's just an offensive, it's a it's on the line. Kinda. Not right, not really. even that bad. It's like it's like one of like like it's about a certain race. A certain race. Go ahead. Certain race. Okay. And then and then, uh, you know, they'll look around like, oh, you can't say that. Like, yes, you can. We all can joke about each other. Yo, it's There's crazy, no malicious bro. intent that, that, behind it. It's ridiculous. It really is, man. Like, I'll say what the fuck I want. Yo, that's why the fuck your life thing works, because it's like a built-in yeah. shut up. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it, you can't say that. Fuck your life. Yo, I didn't get my merch in the 14 business days. Fuck your life. Calm down. You're going to get it. You know it, it, it is. It really does work. It, it's so funny, by the way. I was just watching an interview, Sife, with um, with Brian Cox. You know hey, who yo. who played. <laughs> <laughs> what happened there? Yeah, what do you got a fucking thermos, bro? What are you doing with your life? That was my favorite 
Half a gallon of water, baby. That's my favorite <laughs> moment of the interview so far. So Brian Cox is the star of Succession. So if you want, you're up oh, on yeah, Succession, yeah. right? I thought you meant uh, Brian Michael Cox, the producer. Of no, no, no. Hit R&B songs. You know that? You... Oh, Brian Cox. Yeah, he was in um, 25th Hour with me. You know, I let him. I let him be in 25th. Yeah, Hour. Yeah, that's so nice that you let him be in that movie with you. <laughs> no, but he... I, met him, I met him when I did 25th Hour. He's super cool. He was talking about how his main phrase on Succession is is his yelling "fuck off." And and people are coming up to him on the street now and asking him to say fuck off. And yeah. he was and he was basically like, it's perfect because he can just respond by saying fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. It's like fuck your life. Absolutely. No, Absolutely. It's, it's perfect that you're from Coney Island, too, because I love Coney Island as like just a as just a place to go a couple times a year in the, in the spring. Right. Summer, whatever. Go hang out. And me and my girl love it. And it's so it's weird because in some ways you think it would feel super touristy because it's famous and it should be like a tourist destination, <laughs> but it's not. It's like, it always feels like the most fucking podunk local New York shit <laughs> ever. Like not a tour. It's not tourist. It's not tourist, but it's like if you're visiting New York and you're a real one, You'll go. Uh, yes, that's what I guess. That's what it is. If you're like, like a, if you're going like to visit traveler, New York, right? Know? But you're willing to put in the work to go to Coney Island, <laughs> and when you get there, be around the most random hood shit going on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, be cool with it. If it's the fucking best, and it is so uniquely New York, the entire experience of it. So it's one of the things that I love about your whole shit blowing up and how fucking raw it is. Because every time I go to Coney Island, I look around, I'm like, this is real life? This is every day? No, it's bringing all types of people. The other day, people from Holland came by my block. I, and No, people from the Jersey Shore, people from Tampa. Like, I'll just be randomly chilling in a group of people. Oh, I'm like, yo, how did you people find this? This yeah. one guy was like, "Yo, I saw Boost Mobile in your shit. I googled Boost Mobile in Coney Island. There was three of them. I googled Earth all three of them. I saw this one. I saw the fruit stand around here. That I noticed from the video. Wow. I googled the address, and then I came and met you. I'm like, bro, look, yo, it was listen. a Sunday afternoon, so it was, you bro. Know, well, it was he's cool, going. Listen, you might come on a late night. I might not be there. I was about to say, you know he's going too far. If I if I can't see the fucking entrance to the baseball stadium in Coney Island, I ain't there." <laughs> Yo. <laughs> not far off the strip. Yo, I told him, I said, yo, listen, you good while I'm here? You're good money. Nothing After I'm gone? But if, if I'm not here, like... Fuck your life. Bro, I Come on, I'll, I'll bring you the Nems. I'll bring you the Byron. Bro, I went to, um, I went to, uh, Minneapolis. And oh, yeah. I was doing this, this little comedy show outside. And it was literally two blocks from where George, George Floyd was killed. And I was, they were like, yeah, it's right down there. I was like, I want to go check it out. And I was with this this girl, this white girl. She's a songwriter from Minnesota that I've been trying to mentor. And we go walking down there. Bro, it's straight hood. And Max. like, and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize, you know, I'm not thinking like, I'm thinking like it's a memorial, but I'm like, it's not like World Trade Center where it's like downtown, like it's in the hood. And I'm walking with this 22-year-old white girl. We're walking down and I was like, Oh fuck! They we not we don't belong here. This is still the neighborhood. And I go look at the um, the 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 place where it happened. I got all teary eyed. I turned around, and there's this. Then she's getting hustled. She the white girls is getting hustled behind me, and they're like, "Hey, 
you know, they, they didn't come to me. They knew better. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, no, he knows what he's doing. They go to her and she go, they go, um, hey, you know, everybody comes around here, but nobody helps out. So, you know, if you could, you know, help us out a little bit. Ghana. Oh, and I was like, yo, let's go. Let's go. Thanks. And we start walking back. I, I was like, oh, this shit is crazy, bro. I didn't I didn't realize that either about the George Floyd you know, location. Because you see the you see the corner and you you know we all we see is the news of it. But it's like houses right next to it. Yeah. And like businesses are affected because the whole shit is blocked off. And like I'm walking through this block and there's like wild Jamaicans on one side, like that's probably the weed spot, and there's like these hood dudes on the other side. And I was like, it's getting dark. Let's go. <laughs> um so Nems, uh, what's do you have a what's your current project right now that people should be checking for? Uh, Congo, it dropped in August, so a couple months ago. Uh, I, I feel it's like my most complete body of work, um, and uh, it dropped in August, and we're still running. I still got like two, three more videos to drop off of it, and then uh, top of the year, it's me and Scram Jones album, Beast Music, mm. and uh, we're taking it from there. There's a lot of people on this joint too, by the way. A um, lot of lot of people on this Congo project. Tony Sunshine's on here. UFO Fieve. Um, well, with Congo, what I did was, I didn't know I was gonna be making an album, so I was doing songs randomly with with young talent from Coney Island because I'm at a point now where I was like, if I don't genuinely fuck with somebody, man, I don't care. I'm not a big feature guy. I don't care. Like if unless I genuinely vibe with you and fuck with you, like it's not make or break. I feel I'm not a feature heavy artists like when i do an album i feel like you're, you're coming to listen to my shit i don't want to flood it with other people's thoughts and ideas like nah um did you so ever come off is, do you ever come off any big money to try to get a feature and then realize this experience is fucking annoying i don't want to do it uh yeah i mean but then when they pay me no um, other way around though like did you ever take your money you were saving up nah, and I be like paid nobody for a feature you were, you but, oh so you've done the opposite you've gotten paid and been like this guy's a cornball let me just yeah, take this I'm, money I'm never posting this right I'm never posting I'm gonna take the money and run because, wait posting. and now now because the person was a cornball or the song sucked or the song, both it's, it's mostly because the song sucks oh that's that's an awkward spot yeah, I'm not gonna front like yo somebody offers me eight nine thousand for a 16 ball verse that i could write in 10 minutes i'm taking it right and then you're gonna give me another fucking couple thousand for the video if the song is whack i'm not posting it there's some people that came to me with dope ass shit that i was gonna charge and i just vibed to it and fucking gave them a free verse you know what i'm saying right it's, just because you the opposite it. way around too um so, uh, but so yeah. but you were saying so this you weren't planning on doing an album with this you were just doing your shit and this just ha so, came to be yeah, yeah, I was going to, well, me and Scram was working on this Beast Music album for a minute. Then Corona happened, and we was just like, let's just take our time with it, perfect it. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't even tour off of it, nothing. So let's just take our time. So I was like, I want I haven't dropped a project in a minute. I want to drop something in the summertime. And uh, then I banged that album out in three weeks. Like, I don't know. Usually I, I like to take my time with albums. I don't rush it. But something just, you know, I caught the bug and just, like, went crazy. And, um... I had certain songs with kids from Coney Island that I probably wouldn't wasn't considering putting out. I was just like, you know, I want to show love to because even before this viral shit in Coney Island, they look at me like I'm fucking signed. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I'm one of the only rappers to come out of there. So it's like, all right, now I'm gonna put my my hand down and grab everybody up. You know what I'm saying? And especially now, so 
and the songs that I did winded up being fucking dope, like with these young artists. So like, I don't care about the names. I care about putting out quality shit, regardless if you got a name or not. Let's fucking make some some dope shit. My last album before that, Gorilla Monsoon, is fully produced by this kid named Jazz Soon. When I met when I met him, he had nine hundred followers on Instagram. Like I didn't care. He made dope shit. Like I didn't let their following or 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 their popularity based my opinion. This kid made some fucking fire shit. And that Gorilla yeah. Monsoon album is fucking front to back. One of my best works that I've dropped. And uh, if I would have cared about like popularity and all of that, but you know, I went, it wouldn't have came out like it did. And um, that taught me a lot. Like, man, fuck, fuck this hype beast shit, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do dope things yeah, for the right reason. Yeah, fuck hype beast, Billy June. Yeah, Billy that? June, fuck, fuck your life. Beast. Yeah, exactly. Calm down, Billy June. Hey, uh, between between Gorilla Monsoon and your name here on the streamyard saying Bing Bong Bundy, I take it you're a big '80s wrestling fan. I am. I am. Was that? I'm your... not too much on wrestling now. Back in the days, I was big on on wrestling. Um, I don't know. I, I think I just life got you know. When I when I was fucked up, life just got crazy. I couldn't pay attention to wrestling no more. But um, big big uh, '80s. I used to go to the events. I had fucking lunch with Macho Man. Whoa whoa whoa! What do you all mean? All of that. What do you mean you had lunch with Macho Man? Let's go through so that. Was, they had they was at uh, I think Nassau Coliseum. Okay. Right? In December, my birthday is December twenty first tomorrow. Oh actually. shit! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Bing bong. Yeah. yeah. It's actually as this episode drops, it's your birthday right now. Amazing. Yo, you know the vibes. Okay. Boom. So my uncle. When my fa- my father's brother, my father passed when I was four. So my his brother used to, you know, look out, take me everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Look, you know, look out for his brother's kids, which I forever am grateful for. So he used to take me to mad wrestling events. I loved wrestling. It came around like, yo, in December, around my birthday, you could buy front row tickets to Nassau Coliseum, the WWF show, and then also have dinner, or being have lunch with Macho Man. So it was like, that's it was fire. maybe been 10 to 20 people there, but there was still right. Macho Man. This one, he was bad. He was a bad guy. Wow. And okay. uh, Shawn Michaels came out. I was At the time, he wasn't popping. This is this before that era. So yep, I was yep. disappointed. I was like, yeah, they brought Shawn Michaels. I, I wanted a better wrestler than that. Wanted <laughs> up, he's one of the fucking all-time greatest, you know what I'm saying? But... It was it was a dope experience. I'm fucking the bushwhackers did that shit to my head. Pause. You know Yo, you you let the bushwhackers lick your head. Pause. No, they didn't lick. They went like that. They did okay, that. Okay, no lick though. No lick. Nah. No, don't ever disrespect me. Don't ever dis- don't disrespect me licking don't my head. Me. Hey, yo. <laughs> and wait, and did you actually get to like have any conversation with Macho Man? Uh, nah. It was like a big, you know, twenty of us. So I didn't really get to ask like questions and stuff. It was just like more like you know what I mean. Then with you, you, you have a picture? Over. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No. Know, I don't. Back, it wasn't like we didn't have a disposable camera. Bro, I met Biggie and the Big Macy's back in the days. I don't have no proof. Some good little girls. Like I cut school, went there. I seen Biggie and Little C's. Little the other school girls had mad paper. I was like, yo, let me get a paper so he gets. He was like, no, no. Didn't give me a fucking piece of paper, that bitch. So you didn't get an autograph or anything from Biggie? Anything from Biggie back. I was so tight. And my boy <laughs> had that I was with. The girl gave him a piece of paper. So he still got it. He posted it the other day. Yo, to Tommy, B-I-G. Wow. <laughs> wow. What the fuck? And you don't have the shit. So all you have shit. is this made-up story. Yeah. And now you go on podcasts and lie. Tell everyone you met Biggie. <laughs> and there's no fucking proof. Fuck your life is oh right. Oh my god. Yo, I hope I gotta I hope I don't know if I videotape the show 
we did. I hope I have the videotape of you doing my improv show. Yo, bro. post that. If I have it, I'll send it to you, man. Yo, I, gotta, I would love it. Um, hey, Nems, thanks for happy birthday, man. Thanks for making time. Thank we we we'd love to have you just jump on with us regularly. Whenever you feel like it, you just hit us up and jump on. Thank you guys, man. You guys bro, are the best, uh, man. Legends in New York City, man. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, that, you, man. That, I'm, uh, your your success, man, is is making me just pure happiness, man. Just Irish just Puerto Rican gang, you heard? There's nothing, nothing filtered about it. It's just what you've been doing. Something finally caught on, and you keep doing what you're doing. It's not like you changed your ways and yeah. try to appeal to the mass. That's the best great. part about it, bro. I didn't have to jump out the window or do no corny sucker shit to yeah. go viral like I did it being it's, myself. It's so yeah. rare these days. It really is. Super no, wait, rare. La last thing, what was that day like when we started playing your records on the radio and you were uh, and you were moving around yeah. actually doing your job and we uh, were I'm playing gonna tell, I'm going to tell a story and then we out. Okay. I, 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 I told... Uh, who was it? Who who played it? Voila? No. No, no, it was Cass. But Cass. But but the, the truth is, I sent them the voice. I said, "Don't let nobody know." And then Ebro posted it on fucking Twitter. I was like, "Bro, you gotta be fucking kidding me!" So I'm picking up garbage, bro. Fucking, it's like the end of my. Sh I'm the big ass bag stop. Me and my partner, boom, mad cars behind us. They can't get around. Throwing it out. The oh, super. I was, I was I like, yo, go ahead. Names, right? I was like, yeah. So he's just standing there. The car behind us. I guess they noticed me. Hot 97 starts playing bing bong. They open the door. We're in the middle of bed style. Bumps it. Other cars start bumping it. Everybody gets out their car and it's like, I'm, they like, the super's like, yo, that's him. That's him. Yo, literally like was a scene from a movie, bro. I'm throwing out garbage. Everybody's out their car fucking jamming at eight in the morning. Bing bong pumping in the streets. I was like, yo, this is, this is fire. I wish this would have been documented. <laughs> There's nobody real New York City moment, bro. <laughs> no, it was taping. He was out there doing his job. Sife, I was in uniform and everything, bro. If they would have been taping me, I'd have been like, nah, chill. Now, now, Sife, by the way, in classic fashion, in this moment when it happened, for the record, Cass had the record, but you know, Cass isn't the one talking all the time. I'm always yeah. talking. Ebro starts doing the bing bong, and I go, yo, shout out to Nems from Coney yes. Island. That's his joint. Cass yep. then pulls up the record and plays it. And then, of course, Ebro ends up taking credit for it. But it was me and Cass tag teaming <laughs> on the, yo, this is this is this guy. And then and then when I, when I saw it, when I heard your voice note, I was like, yo, this man was out there throwing fucking trash in the moment. <laughs> it's incredible. Yo, bro, we're happy for you, man. Happy birthday. Have Wait, a great day. Sorry, one, Thank you, guys. One last thing. Oh, my God. Sorry. Go you mother... Listen, I'm happy for you. You motherfucking garbage guys, though. You know... You know we're behind you. You moving slow on purpose, right? Oh, you see the fucking truck, bro? Why the fuck you turned the corner? Go no, around the what, fucking I mean, corner, we, dickhead. You can't pull over to the hydrant. There's you no way to pull over. over. Those trucks are fucking huge. You saw move the over. truck. You came down the block. Don't come. Don't come behind the move, truck. Oh, you should put a put a cone on the end of the block. Nah, that's where fuck your life comes. In. <laughs> fuck your life. Bing bong. I'm out of here. Let's see y'all later. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. <laughs> You Yo, Saif, that was a brilliant ending. I I will hey. never not trust you. Billy June, you were right, man. You were right, Billy June. No, he wasn't. He was right. He no, was he was. Right. He still wasn't right. We talk for a long time with everyone. That's what we do. But he's no, Billy was right. He was. He he was right. He was right to get him on there. I'm not reading your fucking comments. Wait, what do you mean to get him on there? I I, I got him on there. No, I know you got him on, but uh. The, I understand the the hype beast of Billy June 
with that guy. That guy is right. very charismatic. Good guess. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's funny. He did my yo. He did my improv show years ago. I didn't even know who he was. I forgot how I got him. Maybe Chanel might have gotten him for me. Our publicist at the time, your publicist, a good friend of ours. But I forgot how I got him. But he came in and told the wildest New York stories, and it was making my improv my improv group uncomfortable how New York the stories were. Well, and then I whispered to him. I said, "Because you know we do two stories, so we do a story, we do the set, we do another story." I said. Yo, the next story ain't grimier. He goes, yo, I, I robbed this cab driver, son. I <laughs> yo, I, I was gonna say I could see the the one thing that's gonna be complicated for him is yeah. if he does con- continue to get um get bigger and bigger, he will then have to deal with some of the bullshit. Uh, uh, of course, of course. Like, is he gonna have one of those you know Patrice O'Neill moments where it's like. He blow he's blowing up in his world and then he gets on the office and he has to start being Hollywood and he goes, No, fuck this. I know. You know, like how about when when they call uh NEMS to do an event, they're like, Hey, could you um, you know, this is a clean event. Exactly. Or or he he says that one thing on a video that even though your brand is fuck your life, people still try to come shut you down. But because that that's the weird shit about this whole fucking social media shit is that that video blew up off of I don't want I don't want to say like exploiting a homeless guy. Right. But but in the end but, he got but, paid but and did well. Side, but but on the other side of it, they always fuck with that homeless guy. So he's their boy. So is it that that one video went viral? Because they always fuck with him and he fucks with them and they're cool and they see him on the block. But because that video blew up and they're like, well, they're 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 taking advantage of this homeless guy. But then he got an apartment out of it. Exactly. So, is it a win? Is it a is it a cancelable moment? You know what I mean? It's like. Well, listen. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put a bow on this thing and go over to Patreon because remember we were we? talking about your managers, and I wanted I to. I don't know. If that's no, no, no. But I had something. Hold on. What What did I want to say based on your managers? I had something I wanted to say. Okay. The fuck was it? I I'll figure it out. Plus, right. yeah. so a, a listener sent me an email. With you and I together talking on that Flex July 4th show. And he, he put together a montage. Wait, of, Flex. Remember? Oh, you talking about on the radio? Yes. You, you talking about, this is, this is before Chameleon went to Brooklyn. This is before Chameleon went to Brooklyn. Oh, it's years ago. It's years ago. And he sent, it's, it's, a, it's a montage of you and I talking on the air with Flex, and he says he believes this is the origin of Juan Epp happening live on the air. That's right. That's right. No, Juan Epp was before that. No, it wasn't. That This is before July 4th site. That was the second I started. That was, like, brand new. Why were you on there? All right, we'll talk about it on Patreon. All right, we'll see you guys on Patreon. And listen, if, if you've been thinking about it, you've been listening now for the last year, a full year, make this next year the year you sign up for Patreon and get every episode. With Billy June's <laughs> annoying-ass prop basically makes us do another episode every week. I ran into a bunch of 1-Up fans, and they said they love the Patreon. So, see? So that's it. 